Ryan Smith, owner of the Utah Jazz. So we have to give it up for this outfit, a one-of-one one jacket. He's looking pretty clean up here. Yeah, stand up, give a show. Look at the jacket, y'all. <laughs> it's amazing what they give you at All-Star. Exactly. So I love people that are incredibly enthusiastic about what they do and the things that they love. And Ryan is so enthusiastic about Utah. You were telling me what this moment has felt like for you. What has it been like to see everybody here enjoying your state? Um, so first of all, it's, it's cool. How are you doing, y'all? Good? <laughs> um, it's been incredible. I mean, this is a state like that, that I think a lot of people come to, but they don't, they don't ever really experience. And so it's been pretty cool to watch people have the full Utah experience here. And I mean, you see it, like yeah. it, it's on, but this is what we, we know and love. And this is why we're here. Like the growth over the last 10 years in this state has been the fastest in the US. And there's a reason for it. There's a reason why people are moving here, why they want to be here. Um, it's a reason for wellness. It's a reason for things they can't get other places. And um, I think the world's seeing that right now. Absolutely. How many here have just been enjoying their experience here in Utah? Let's go. I've loved it. I've loved seeing the mountains. I've loved the parties. It really has been an amazing experience. And I think that for you, I mean, you were here in 1993 when Utah hosted these festivities. Now you are the host and also obviously a major part of the franchise. How personal has this weekend felt? I mean, that's a little crazy to think about as like a, a kid, like coming to jam session, not being able to go to the game, obviously, but like, and then being in this spot, like it's not lost on me or my family. I have little boys and, and girls who like, um, I hope they have an amazing experience, but, but, you know, the way that we came in to take over the jazz and, um, everything that's happened, it's kind of been surreal. Like you don't get your home team ever. If you're lucky enough to be part of the NBA, you just don't get your home team. Yeah. And so the good news is I know what that means. I know what it feels like. I know the history. No one needs to tell me. And I have. <laughs> We all know as fans what we want to do, and um, I think we're on our way. Absolutely. So you guys, obviously, uh, he works in the front office with the Jazz, but also he beat Dwayne Wade in a three-point contest. Oh, man. And I think that oh, that man. needs some shine. 11 to 10, right? And no money balls. No, no money, money balls. balls. So Give it would have been, up for that. Been beat Dwayne Wade in a three-point contest. What was your preparation like headed into that? Well, so D was taught, I mean, there was a lot of smoke going back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> like D's like, he always says, hey, I'm not in the gym. You're always in the gym. And he was, he was prepping. Like he was in there, he was in LA. I was getting feedback from different people. But when the bell rings, like you got to make shots. And I think if we would have had NBA balls, D would have definitely had me. <laughs> There was like a delta between like 10 and 15, 16. I shot first, hit 11. I said, he's going to beat me by six. <laughs> and I mean, we were shooting for $3,000 a ball for five for the five for cancer research, which is pretty cool. Um, but he's a good sport. There's not a lot of upside for him to shoot against me. Um, there's only upside for me to shoot against him. And he, he was awesome. But it, what's crazy is it all started because when we come to jazz games and he's part of our ownership group, like him and I just started shooting against each other. Yeah. In front of the fans. And like, um, it kind of becomes a thing. And then 
the NBA caught on and was like, hey, will you two captain the celebrity all-star game and do a shoot off? And then they wanted to do three racks. And I was like, no, if I can get him to five racks, then maybe he'll get tired if I'm a little more conditioned. That was yeah. my only hope. And I think my strategy worked. And so kind of just, I think the transitive property of it all, doesn't it kind of mean that you're going to be a future Hall of Famer if you beat no, the No, 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 D's. There's only one D way. Right? Absolutely. And, and by the way, like him getting like to that next step, which looks like this year, like so yes. proud of him. He's such a great human. So deserved. And he has been such just a beautiful ambassador for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Just how has that friendship formed and what has he meant to the franchise? Look, we have a lot of mutual friends who have, have known for, have, have been apart for a long time and like, helped him or been in business with him. And so when we got together, he was looking at saying, hey, I want to I want to have a different role in basketball. Um, and and it just we had just taken over and we said, hey, if we're if we're ever going to work with an ex player or someone there, like, how would that look? And then we're like, wait, D Wade's an incredible business mind. He's like, he's just a homie. And like, we came together and it's been incredible. And so you wouldn't normally think it like Dwayne in Utah because of obviously everything he's done in Miami and he lives in LA. But if you actually think about it, everything we're trying to do fits his brand perfect for what we're doing together. And like we were playing spades last night, him and Gab and like me and Ash and like they took us down. So he did get his <laughs> win. Um, but like, we're having it's so much fun. It's just so much fun to hang out. And what he loves is like he comes here and he like gets to get away from it. Yeah. And that's what this wellness piece of Utah is. Like everyone, like, first of all, everyone's like, Utah is not a large market. Okay. So first of all, I'm sick of hearing that. Okay. Like I never want to hear it described as a small market again. Here's why. You yeah, ready? I'm ready. I'm bringing some heat. Is everybody ready? Is everyone why ready why Utah is not a small market? Why we're not saying it anymore. Okay, give us the rundown, Ryan. Okay. So the way they determine market size is based on televisions and homes. Is that really a metric that we're counting these yeah. days? At Bleacher Report? I mean, right. come on. Yeah. You wouldn't exist if that was a metric that we're doing, right? Yeah. So that's a bad metric, first of all. Second, the reason why people move to Utah is because they've been living in towers and they want to get out of the super cities and actually come and have a yard and be able to hike and have a dog and a pool and like do that. So they're here to get away from being stacked on top of each other and actually yeah. spread out yeah. and have a family and do that. The The next biggest thing is like, hey, there's no nightlife. Okay. Oh, there was nightlife this week. Let me tell you that. Were you all out? Were y'all outside? Yeah. yeah. There was so much nightlife in Utah that you couldn't get to all the places you want to get. Yeah. You know how long it took us to, to, to turn that up? Five days. Yeah. It's easy to have nightlife. Yeah. That's not hard. Anyone can have nightlife. Yeah. People are here because they want to go to the nightlife, but they want to come home and live. Yeah. Right? And then if you look at what we have, no one else has that. No one can build that. Anyone can do light nightlife. No one can do this. No one can do the fastest growing economy. No one can do the lowest unemployment. No one can do that if you are in an economic position in your world and you come to Utah, it is the highest chance in the US that you are going to move up. Yeah. Right? The tech boom that's happened here 
We have 7 million people that come in and ski in Salt Lake City or 25 miles away from seven world-class ski resorts, right? Um, we're the most charitable state, so the people are nice. Yeah, now that is very true. Every and, person I've met has been incredibly kind. And, so, and then there's one more thing. 40 miles south, 40 miles north, you have over 250,000 college kids, which means it's not going away. And so all of that will be here, and that's why we're long on Utah, and it's something that's that's pretty cool, and we got to show that this weekend. Yes, I'm ready to run through a wall for Utah. Okay, I already, all right. I already like this place. Let's go. But now I absolutely love it. Okay, yeah. speaking of Utah, I know one of your guys is about to come up. What? Uh, but before we focus on Colin Sexton, I do want to focus a little bit on Lori Markinen. Big yeah. Lori fan. You yeah. guys will be represented today. Yeah. yeah, we got some Lori fans over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I have loved his journey. Yep. I just want to know, what did you see in Lori? So look, I mean, in this position, we've been in this position for two years. We brought in Danny Ainge and, um, you know, we got Justin Zanuck as our GM and we said, hey, look, we need to kind of retool the, the system for the next 10 years that we have an incredible run. And we had to make some hard decisions, you know, and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and um, Lowry was one that Cleveland didn't want to give up but there's not many seven-footers that can shoot like that. And Coach Hardy has put him in an incredible position from maybe being like a third option to the, the number one scout every night that people are coming out, being more physical with them. And he's figured out how to grow every part of that. And it's just beautiful to watch because it's not like one that's going to go away. It's like like you saw it when you're basking. It's what? Oh, yeah. It's a good lesson of what confidence can do. Yeah. And, and situation. And situation. And um, we're excited. And so we want, we hopefully can do that with, with every player, and yeah. including the one that's about ready to walk on stage right now. Like, Absolutely. Like we're looking to unlock, <laughs> unlock some, some young bull for everyone. Yes, I love it. Well, hey, please give it up for Ryan Smith. Give it All up right. for the state of hey. Utah. All the have fun, fun that you have had so far this weekend. You are joy. I cannot wait to come back. And Let's I'm so go. excited to see everything Everyone, that the Jazz does. Absolutely. Hunt. Thank Got you, Ryan. What's up, homie? Your guy's on the way up. Give it up for Colin Sexton, y'all. <laughs> the jacket game is strong on this stage, I must say. All right, Colin, whose jacket is better, yours or Ryan's? <laughs> fire, fire. All right, Colin Sexton, everybody. Hello. How you feeling? I'm doing good, excited. Definitely excited to be here. Yeah, I mean, it has to have been a really amazing experience for you being able to just have All-Star Weekend in your state. How fun has that been? Oh, it's been very fun. I feel like just showing the fans what Utah's all about, but also just showing it the people that uh, it's nice out here. You should definitely come back. For sure. Okay, who in here was watching that dunk contest last night? All right, well, Colin absolutely was. I have seen the memes. I have seen how much fun you were having. Yes. From your vantage point, how insane is Mac McClung? Oh, man, he's insane. <laughs> Especially to get those dunks first try after after a lot of misses here and there, but to get it first try each and every time, it was very, very impressive. Yeah, okay, which one was most impressive to you? I would say the 540. The 540 was one of the toughest donks. I know I only did it one time, and for him to do a first try, 
that's that's kind of too. Okay, so y'all know we have seen Colin Sexton have some good in-game dunks. We had a moment over Bam. We had one over Batum. Would you ever do dunk contests coming up? Um, Are you into or put him on the spot? Do y'all want to see him in the dunk contest? The people are speaking. I wouldn't mind doing it. I definitely wouldn't mind doing it. But I would say the creativity that it takes to, to dunk now, it, it's a lot more time. And I was just like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> You're like, do I have it in me? So explain to everybody just how difficult those dunks were that we saw. Because we know they look fun, but there's just really a level of elite athleticism that you have to have to pull those off. I would say, number one, it's also confidence. Um, I know you. everyone talked about the athleticism, like you said, but also the confidence to do it and to not worry about it. Because at the end of the day, you might miss. And if you miss, you got to make sure you have plans, next plan, plan B. Okay, now if that don't work, then we got to go to something. Especially since you're watching the, the clock. A minute yeah. feels a lot faster when um, you're trying to rush the dunking. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. And so when you were, you know, at All-Star and, you know, the all the players kind of have that nook that everybody's in just enjoying the festivities. Right. But earlier in the night, he won the scales competition. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we had to Give win. it up for Team Jazz winning the scales competition. <laughs> what was the preparation going into that? The preparation going into it, we didn't have no strategy. So we had to figure out a strategy. I know um, Walker... He's the one that came up with the strategy for us. Okay. Me and JC was like, bro, let's just wing it. And then we knew that wasn't gonna, gonna work. So uh, Walker definitely came through for us. We're giving, I'm giving him his credit. He's the one that came up with the victory for us. Okay, Walker. Give it up for Walker Kessler. I guess uh, he's, he's why I teamed up was able to get that W there. Cause I think I saw JC saying it was about working smarter, not harder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, anything about JC, you know, he gonna, he gonna take the easy way. He gonna try to, Especially the first competition. I was like, what you doing? He's like, yeah, I was just warming up. I'm like, listen, we can't be warming up in this competition right. for sure. But we won. We came up with a victory. What aspect of it was more difficult than you anticipated it to be? Ooh. I would say just like going through like the speed part, the first part. I would say just because you have to make everything. Um, oh, we you, could tell. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. And if you if not, then you just sit more time there. And I feel like. 15 seconds goes really, really quick, so. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of Jordan Clarkson, whenever I talk to anybody about Jordan, they just talk about how great of a teammate he is. What makes him such a special guy? Uh, he's just one of those people that comes in just laughing, joking, always trying to have fun. But most of all, he's he's going to come in and be the same person every day. Um, yeah. And that's what we need. And that's what you need on teams where you know a vet is going to come in and just be the same person and not change up. Definitely. Okay, so we're all looking forward to tonight. One of the things I'm most excited for is this new All-Star Draft format. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see who gets picked. So, you know, at first you have to pick a reserve, and then you pick a starter. Mm -hmm. If you were a team captain, who's the first reserve you take off the board, and who's the first starter you take off the board? Uh, and you can't say Lori. Listen, <laughs> I got to say my guy, Larry Marketing, for sure. Um, easy way out. That's the easy way out, just because that's my guy, but... I'm very excited for him tonight. I just can't wait to, to see him participate in the game. I know how much hard work um, he puts in each and every day. And I see it see it pay off. We've been together in Cleveland, and we're together here. So uh, it's definitely cool to see his success and see how much he's gotten better uh, just over a year. Okay, so that's the starter you'd pick. Which reserve would you pick first? Uh, I would say I got to go with 
Uh, Ant Man, he from Atlanta. Um, that's my guy. So. You know I'm from Gwinnett County. Oh, you from Gwinnett? Oh, yeah. Okay, G-Co. I ain't know. G-Co. Uh, G-Co. G-Co in the middle. What high okay. school did you go to? I went to Pebble Brook. Okay. Where'd you go? I went to Peachtree Ridge. <laughs> Peachtree Ridge. Peachtree Ridge. She up there in the little bougie area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. It's all just good. Just a little bit. But speaking of Lori, how have you seen him continue to grow and just become better game after game? Oh, man. I would say his just confidence. His confidence has grown over just a couple months we've been together. You're just starting to see he has a different swagger about himself. He carries himself a lot different. And, um, he knows he's good. And he knows he's carrying us right now. And um, now he's putting the pieces together so that we can continue to move forward. Let's do it. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Colin Sexton's game. What do y'all think? Want to talk about Colin a little bit? Yeah, you are an intense and intimidating defender. We've all seen the videos. Right. Is there a method behind the madness to to you kind of being animated out there when you're defending? Uh, not at all. I just try to <laughs> uh, just try to go out there and just play hard whenever I'm out there and just do what I can, um, whether it's playing hard on defense or diving at the ball, whatever. Whatever the team needs, I'm going to do it. What do you want being defended by Colin Sexton to feel like? I wouldn't feel like you're in a phone booth and you can't leave. That's what I wanted to feel like. I wanted to feel like it's nowhere for you to go because I'm in, I'm in all sides. So. I love that. Absolutely. You know, it's very clear that you take a lot of pride in your defense. I think in the league right now, that's a little rare. Defense isn't the thing that people are very actively working on. I think that we can all agree with that. Why do you take so much pride in it? Uh, just because I'm a competitor. I'm def- very competitive. I don't like being scored on. I don't like someone feeling like they have their way against me. So um, as long as I make the night tough, of course, it's the NBA. Guys going to make shots. Everyone's really good. Guys practice. But as long as they can leave the night, like, it was a tough night. And I didn't get nothing easy. That's all that matters. What has been your toughest matchup so far in your career? Uh, I would say Steph and Kyrie, because those two guys play totally different games. Um, Steph, he moves without the ball a lot. Kyrie, he has the ball a lot, whether dribbles or fadeaways. Like, those two guys are two of the most I love uh, playing against, just because I know I got to be on my game each and every time I play them. What is the most underrated aspect of your game? Um... Most underrated that I can shoot. I can shoot the ball really good. It's like, I very can shoot, great, y'all. Very, very, <laughs> very good three-point percent uh, shooter. And um, that's something that a lot of people don't really see. But a lot of the coaches from other teams, our team, a lot of people see around the league. So when they told me that I was going to be interviewing Colin Sexton, I said, okay, wait a minute. There's one thing I have to ask about that you've probably been asked about so many times. Have you all seen the video of Colin at the free throw line in high school? His opponent looks like he's staring at him and he turns around and just stares him down. Have you all seen that? Okay, great. Show of hands. You've seen the video? Okay, we have some people that have seen it. Was he staring at you actually? What was said? Give me the story of that kind of infamous meme. Uh, It was one of those games just going back and forth very... Very chirpy here and there, but um, he definitely was staring at me. And I'm like, yo, like, what you staring at? And at the end of the day, like, I feel like the moment you you staring with someone and you move your eyes, then they they got you. They won. So I was like, nah, he's not going to just stare me down. And I and I lay down for it. Nah, that's not me. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going back down on nah, this. Uh-uh. Did y'all win the game? Yeah, we definitely won the okay. game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, if you're going to stare, you got to win yeah, the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, a couple more before we let you go. 
You know, Dwayne Wade is such a big brother and mentor to so many people in the league. I know that you all have a great relationship. When you're having conversations with him about taking that next step, what words does he give you? Um, He just gives me that. I would say things that he gives me would be just like feedback. He gives me a bunch of feedback on games. He gives me a bunch of feedback on different plays, on things that I could have done better. I'm the type of person that I, I enjoy that. I'd rather you tell me what I'm doing wrong than I let me hear what I'm doing right all the time. And at the end of the day, with him, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. Uh, as you know, D-Way is one of those. He's a legend. And um, coming from a legend, I'll take any, any advice there is. So I just try to pick and choose what I need to keep and pick and choose what um, filter out the other things uh, from it. But he's definitely one of those people that I've always um, enjoyed having around. And so he's just a great person. Do you have a favorite D-Wade moment in his career? Oh, man. Favorite? I would say when he won championship. I would say won championship the first time. Um, I feel like that was most meaningful just because it showed people that, like, he can do it. Like, at the end of the day, that's when it, like, it clicked for yeah. him. And I don't know. I feel like that was just one of the most memorable because he just took over. For sure. So he put out a tweet two years ago, and it said, Colin Sexton has figured it out. Some time has passed since then. So now what would you say you have figured out about your game in the league? Um, how much I can impact uh, the game, whether it's on defense or offense. At the end of the day, I feel like I can impact both ends of the floor. And um, a lot of times people can't really do that. I feel like I can change even without having the ball, just by my energy whenever I step onto the court. And that's something that uh, I carry with me. Like, I may not be able to make shots tonight. Shots may not be falling. I may be in foul trouble, but one thing I can control is my energy and my, and my effort. I love that. Okay, you know, I, I know we were talking about the dunk contest. Is that Trey Murphy over there? Trey Murphy gonna have to come up to the stage real quick. Come on up, Trey. Give it up for Trey Murphy, everybody. <laughs> How are you, Trey? Give it up for Colin Sexton, y'all. Are you about to make me sit up here? You're sitting. Colin got up. <laughs> So we will have you on the NBA Twitter live show a little later. Yep, yep. So you ready for that? Absolutely. So I'm not going to talk about everything here. Okay. But we are going to discuss that dunk contest. I need to say, Trey Murphy had some elite dunks. Don't y'all think? Some very, very elite dunks that are kind of getting lost in the sauce a little bit. Yeah. Tell me your favorite. Um, My favorite probably was the second dunk. That was the... Tomahawk, windmill, 180, that one. And, uh, you know, I wish I kind of had that one back because I slipped a little bit on the, like, on the way up there. So I didn't get as high as I wanted to, but it still turned out a pretty good dunk. Okay. What was your preparation going into the dunk contest? Really just, you know, getting down five dunks that I wanted to do, you know, just in case we went to an extra round. And um, just preparing for that. That was really what it was. So All-Star Weekend... I don't know if people really understand how hectic, how crazy that it gets. What's yeah. been your favorite moment so far? Um, my favorite moment was probably, you know, we had our uh, Rising Stars give back moment. And uh, we were packing backpacks for kids. And uh, it was a really good moment. I uh, got to give back to the community. And I really appreciate it a lot. So I know you have so many different interests. We see you kind of around. You're doing some you know, like reporting. Yes. It looks like you've really enjoyed that. Absolutely. I give you I give you an A plus. But my last question is, what if you weren't an NBA player? What would you be doing? 
If I wasn't an NBA player, I would probably be a fashion designer. Ooh, can yeah. we see a fashion designer, Trey Murphy, everybody? Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, what about fashion that draws you in? I mean, obviously, what I'm wearing today is, well, right now, isn't the most fashionable. It's just a regular Nike tech. But um, I like expressing myself through my clothes, and uh, I feel like I do a pretty good job of that. Okay, I love that. You all, we will be on NBA Twitter Live a little later tonight, so please tune into that for the second half of the game. But thank you all for watching, for being here. I enjoyed my time, and y'all have fun for the rest of All-Star Weekend. And thank you so much, Trey Murphy. Thank you. Thank you all.